Welcome to the Holistic Me podcast, a journey to finding wellness within. I'm your host, Jessica Bravo, and I'm so honored to be here with you to share my journey and experiences, as well as my knowledge on all things holistic wellness and self-care. I'm a licensed acupuncturist, Reiki master teacher, intuitive holistic healer, and the creator of the new Wellness Within Dex. Join me as we dive deeper and uncover our true healing potential that lies within each and every one of us. Hello, welcome to episode 15 of the Holistic Me podcast, A Journey to Finding Wellness Within. I'm your host, Jessica Bravo. Uh, so ah, it's been it's been a wonderful week this past week, a wonderful weekend. I feel um, pretty pretty accomplished in this past week. Uh, it's Monday morning. If you're watching on the on YouTube, on the YouTube, <laughs> you can see behind me. It's still dark out. Um, it's just before six, and um, trying to get this in. Um, do this episode and record before my son wakes up and calls me for the day. So I sometimes record midday while he's awake, but I do find it's a lot easier to record without so much editing um, from interruptions when I record in the morning. So as we've been doing this past week, I thought, why not do another card pull? But today's topic is actually going to be an introduction into the eight branches of classical Chinese medicine. And it's something that I based off, based my own wellness deck that I created, uh, Wellness Within. I created that this summer uh, over the course of three or four months and made I made my own product for the first time ever um, and it was such a wonderful journey but I did it based on these eight branches of classical Chinese medicine and so I want to give an introduction today to what that is and basically do a mini series and dedicate an episode to each to each uh, branch okay um, before we get into that Let's do a quick card pull and see what message we have for today. And as I've mentioned before, please, if something resonates with you, whether it's a card pull or just something that I talk about during the episode, I would love to hear from you. I just love to hear, hear feedback. I'd love to hear how information sits with people. Um, you know, sometimes it's something that you needed to hear, right? And this is just a way that I find to be in a nice way to connect and to tap in to see how, how something resonates with you. And perhaps it's why you're listening. Perhaps it's what drew you in to the episode today. Something that you needed to hear. So, this folks. 
Today's, <clears throat> today's card from the universe has your back is hope is the conduit for miracles. Hope is the conduit for miracles. All right. Ah, oh, so keeping, keeping hope alive, right, is, is a way to allow miracles to unfold in your life. So miracles can be just noticing the way things unfold, the little things in your life that bring you joy, that bring you pleasure, that bring you, um, make you feel alive right? That connect us to one another. There's, we think miracles in a traditional sense is, you know, like Jesus walking on water or turning water to wine or, um, or somebody else being cured from, from a disease um, without really understanding how it could have happened. Um, and those surely are valid descriptions or uh, you know, ways that miracles happen for sure. But I also find that miracles happen in little everyday things, right? And it's a matter of being open to see the little miracles that happen in your life, right? A flower like growing and blossoming, um, a child being born. These are all miracles and seeing your child develop, seeing, seeing people change or develop, right? It's keeping that hope alive for yourself, for others. And um, yeah, so hope is the conduit for miracles. Hmm. Anyways, so let's talk eight branches, you guys. Y'all, there's a lot to unpack. Um, and I'm going to try and keep it somewhat short because like I said, I plan to do, I will be doing um, a mini series and dedicating an episode to each of these branches. Okay, so this will allow me to dive deeper. So I don't want to put way too much information into this and um, my son is waking up, but he's not calling me yet. <laughs> so that's good. Um, so I don't want to put way too much information into this one episode and overload and um, have you all maybe lose interest. Who knows? But the bulk of what I'm going to share can be found in my Wellness Within Anxiety and Stress Edition deck. Um, and I've simply broken it down within the guidebook as well as a general overview, because I find that it's important to understand how each of these branches plays a role within our life. Okay. So I'll start out right now simply by just listing out what those eight branches of classical Chinese medicine are. So the first one is meditation or self-cultivation. That's considered to be the highest form of the medicine, okay? And I'll go into to what that means um, after I list them. Then there is movement, right? Or mind, mindful exercise or mindful movement. Then there is nutrition, 
followed by cosmology, feng shui, or environment, then bodywork, herbalism, and last but not least, acupuncture and acupressure. Okay. So those are the eight branches. And when I said a moment ago that meditation or self-cultivation is the highest form of medicine, there's two reasons for that. One is if we consider chronologically the order in which the medicine sort of evolved, okay? Um, and the medicine being what we think of as classical Chinese medicine, the way that it evolved over time, okay? Um, and so chronologically how they each came to be and became part of the medicine as a whole. And then there is the consideration of that the things within the eight branches that you can do for yourself. And then the last two or three branches within the list, body work, herbalism, and acupuncture slash acupressure, those are performed by others for you right? Those are services that you would receive that are provided. And so somebody else is involved in bringing that medicine to you, right? And <clears throat> so that, it's in my book, on the back, <laughs> so important. I say it all the time to my patients. <clears throat> that which you can do for yourself is so much more powerful excuse me, so much more powerful than what anyone else can do for you. And so what does that mean? That means you have so much more power than you think you have over your health, over your wellness, okay? First of all, you get to decide how you live in this vessel. You get to decide how your vessel is treated, right? Yes, we may all go to the doctor and see, see a medical provider, right, of some sort. But it's up to you if you're going to take the medicine. It's up to you if you're going to follow the recommendations that your doctors provide or your healthcare provider, Western or non-traditional, right? Um, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> and so you're the one in control. And I feel like within our society, we have relinquished control. We've given away our control to the medical providers, expecting them to do the work for us. And then I don't want to make it a blanket statement, but it's just something that I've seen over time. I observed it within my own family or, or close family friends. Um, I've seen it within my own patients, right, over the last five plus years of, of working with patients. 
and understanding that it's scary, right? You, it's easier to let somebody else take control of the situation and tell us what we need to do or tell us what we need to take um, and, and feel like there's nothing that we could do, right? We can only feel so much better because the doctor gave me X, Y, Z, and that's, that's all I can do. Those are the only options I have. But in reality, we have everything we need within us to truly promote healing to occur, okay? It's not to say that medicine is not needed. 100%, it has its place. It is needed within this world, okay? Whether it's from a Western medical doctor providing pharmaceuticals, if that's what is needed, that's what's needed. Or non-traditional, although very traditional, uh, alternative healthcare providers like myself, an acupuncturist, an herbalist, or who, whatever other form of, of healing you you seek out, right? From a provider you seek out. We have our place, right? And in facilitating healing to occur. Okay, it is still very much a part of the process as a whole. Otherwise, it wouldn't be included in these eight branches, right? We are just not the most important. Okay, it's still important, but not the most important because really what's most important is all of the things that you do for yourself each day that you decide to do something, you have taken a step towards promoting wellness and healing within yourself. Okay, so those, the top three are num like far and wide the most important, okay, the first three branches. The meditation or self-cultivation, number one, absolutely. Movement, right, mindful movement or exercise, absolutely needed. And nutrition the top three things you have the most control over at all times, okay? Then the two in between, okay? We have some control, but in some cases, not 100%, okay? So cosmology and feng shui, okay? You have some control over these things because you can, by using those first three, you can have an effect on the cosmology and the feng shui or the environment in your life and create some change. All right, so again, not gonna go into details of each one and how to go about implementing the practices for each, um, but cosmology, uh, part of what plays into that, not only if we think of astrological the astrology or Chinese astrology or even just regular zodiac, that's that's one aspect. The other aspect of cosmology is what was occurring within your family at the time that you were conceived. What was the health state of your mother? What was the health state of your father? What was um, 
what was the health state at the time of your birth? How, what was your constitution when you were born? What was the con constitution of your parents when they were growing up? Okay, what is the birth order uh, within your family, within your for your each of your parents, and how did that affect uh, their constitutions? Okay, um, and then how you're raised and all of these things uh, can can affect the cosmology, your place in this world, right? And again, you don't necessarily have full control over that, but understanding those aspects of yourself give you an insight into what your patterns may be and how to address them or how to best implement those first three or even who you need to work with and seek out along your healing journey, right? So it, again, it's an insight and knowing that you can dive deeper into. Then there is the feng shui or the environment and certain things we don't have control over, right? We don't have control over the climate necessarily, right? We can choose which area of the country or the world we want to live in. So we may have a little bit of control there. You know, you want to live in a cool, cooler um, area. You want to live in a drier area, you want to live in a warmer area, whatever the case might be there. But overall, we don't have control over the weather, right? What's going to happen day to day. Um, but we do have the control of our environment within our homes, right? And how our inner, what's going on on the inside may be affecting how our environment um, looks on the outside, right? How our home feels and, and looks. Or on the flip side, the way that our environment is currently, right? How your home is organized or oriented, how it may be affecting you internally on the inside, right? So there's there's different ways to, to approach feng shui or your environment but then we also have environmental factors uh, aside from weather patterns themselves we have environmental factors that play a role um, and that can be something even as like the toxins that are um, within our environment right and again we don't necessarily have control over the amount of toxins or what kind of toxins are we are exposed to within our environment but we can again have a knowledge and understanding of what is out there and how it's affecting us or those around us and then take steps towards combating those toxins right so um and then we have body work which body work can be done either on yourself and i i do teach my patients this different techniques that they can do as homework um, <laughs> for for themselves and you know do some of their own healing work so that they're not having to wait to see me or have a, a virtual session with me in you know today's world um and so so yeah so but typically you know you would seek out a massage therapist or somebody who does body work right that's the that's the ideal way of receiving body work but there are times where you have to do your own body work give yourself a foot massage or do certain techniques to um, 
release tension within your body within for yourself with tools that you might have around the house something like a tennis ball um again i'll dive deeper into uh what these things and how how these things can be implemented and, and what they entail um then we have herbalism 100 percent, you want to work with somebody who is an herbalist and can prescribe herbs to you because there are so many things to consider when taking herbs uh, but what I will say, and this ties back to the nutrition piece, is food is medicine. And so having an understanding of what food can do for your body and how it has medicinal properties and how it can be implemented and used um, is a form of medicine in and of itself. That's why nutrition is its own category. But there are times where we need more potent forms of these plants um, and even in some cases, animals um, that provide a medicinal dose, right? And so, and they may be combined in certain ways. And we want to make sure that you're working with a professional who can understand what your condition is, uh, what your pattern is, what other factors outside of your main concerns or condition that you want that may be at play, right? understanding the whole picture um, and also if you're taking any prescription medications we need to make sure that the provider is aware so that we can avoid any contraindications uh, when it comes to combining herbs with um, for somebody who's also on any sort of prescription or a multitude of prescriptions right so it's important to work with a professional um, when considering herbal medicine and then there's acupuncture and acupressure, right? Again, performed by a professional provider who can perform the acupressure for you and, and provide an acupuncture treatment. Now I add or include acupressure within this because now in today's world, we can give instruction for self-application of acupressure. Acupressure can also be done by a provider. There's been plenty of patients that I've worked with who are needle phobic, right? They don't, or they're too sensitive um, with either at certain times um, when they come to see me and, and they're not comfortable or the sensations are a little bit too much for, for acupuncture, although it's usually very comfortable, but some people have periods where they be, may be more sensitive or some people, certain areas of their body are too sensitive. And so they may receive acupuncture on certain areas and then acupressure uh, on others. And so, uh, but now with the state of the pandemic and my office being closed, I have changed all of my appointments to virtual appointments. And what I've been doing is uh, guiding people through acupressure, okay? And based on what their needs are basically using the same points I would use in their treatment if they were to see me in the office, uh, but instead of using needles or other tools that I might use in the office, I'm using, I am instructing them and guiding them through acupressure points to use and breaking it down that way for them. And so it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome, right? We have this full system that we can take advantage of. I really, really love the breakdown of the eight branches because it allows you to take, to, 
to approach it from all angles, to approach your health from every aspect possible and really create some healing patterns. And it's about uncovering that for yourself and understanding that you truly do have some control. The bulk of those eight branches are things that you have control over or can do for yourself. And so I'm really excited. Uh, I don't know if you can tell in my voice <laughs> or watching this video, but I'm really excited to break this down for you, for you all because this is truly, 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 truly such a powerful, powerful way to bring healing into your life. And I think each of these on their own is a little bit understated, right? And, and as a society, we tend to compartmentalize things like this belongs in this category and this belongs in this category. And we don't, we don't see the whole picture. We don't step back and see, oh, wait, this all belongs together. This all belongs working in synergy and, and creating that balance and that homeostasis within your own body, um, but also within your, your outer world, your experience, right? And as you start to implement these, and I don't, I, I don't usually expect or, or put the pressure on people to try to do this all at once, right? Don't try and change every single aspect and implement all of this all at the same time. It's not realistic, right, in, in the world we live in, right? Now, if we're talking about kids, teach them from the time that they're kids that they can do all of these things because then it's simple. Then it's just part of life. This is what we should be doing. This is how we should be living. This is how they used to live, right? Um, that's how, that's how the medicine was developed, right? The classical Chinese medicine, that's how it was, that's how it came to be from the unfolding and understanding of all of these things being important, playing a role. And so, uh, I can, I could just go on, but, <laughs> but as grown adults, if you're just starting to explore this, then I want you to start with one and implement it, one category. Okay, whether it be one that you're already uh, addressing in some way or, or one you, you know that you completely don't ha haven't had in your life at all or haven't practiced or, or, or made an effort to implement into your life. Whichever you feel, feel resonates uh, the most to begin with and then slowly trickle in the others and, and, and continue the work on the ones that you started but trickle in each one a little bit at a time until eventually you're using everything on a regular basis as a whole. And again, really those top three are the ones that need to be happening daily. The cosmology and feng shui, once you have a knowledge and understanding, then it makes those first three a little bit easier even to work with. And also something that you can just maintain um, you know, especially if you think about creating a healthy environment within your home, right? How you, how your home is organized and, and the energy is flowing within your home. Um, once you've gone through that process, you can, it's just a matter of maintaining that for yourself. Um, 
and then seeking out the services that are needed based on how everything else is unfolding and working, right? And being more in touch with your body through that process in doing, in implementing these things and having a greater and deeper understanding. <sighs> so I'm not really sure how long I've been talking now. I should really get a clock <laughs> that I can, or, or run, the, run the timer on my watch, um, the uh, stopwatch so I can see how long I've been going for, but uh, <laughs> uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope this has given you a glimpse into the world of, of what I do, of, of what I work with, and given you a little bit more of a deeper understanding of all that is available to you without needing an external source. And yes, those external sources are important when, when they are needed, but, but start with you, start within. Uh, it's so powerful and everything else will just become easier and clearer. And that's, that's my cue. My son is starting to call. Um, <laughs> I will say, please check the links down below or in the show notes. And um, if you haven't looked into my wellness deck, uh, Wellness Within the Anxiety and Stress Edition, check it out. It's based on these eight branches of classical Chinese medicine and gives you a tool to work with um, for yourself within your own home. And I'm so, so happy and excited that it's now available it's out in the world. People have started to receive their orders. Um, and if you're interested in Reiki, please uh, check out my class schedule that has been posted on social media and you are, you can register. First class is happening or the next class, not the first, uh, the next class is happening October 17th and 18th for level one and two respectively. And there will be another class in November and again in December. So check those out um and once you take the one weekend you're certified so uh, it is a certification class and you you will receive a certificate after completing the two classes or, or each class if you choose to take them separately and uh that's that is all the announcements i have oh and um please uh share this like subscribe all of the wonderful things that will help to boost my podcast or channel, whichever platform you are uh, interacting with me on and follow me on social media so that you can stay up to date with any announcements or any sort of uh, giveaways and things like that. I do plan to do a giveaway soon for this last final quarter um, of 2020. And I hope you are all doing well. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Holistic Me podcast. If you want to connect with me, learn more about my products or services, check out the show notes for all the links to my social media, as well as shop sites and class links. If you're more of a visual person, I also record this as a YouTube video and you can connect and subscribe to my YouTube channel through the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, stay well.